Before we get into tonight's episode, uh, I do want to make a small disclaimer. Uh, we are about to talk about a fetish that involves uh, something very personal to a lot of people, and we want to very much stress is we understand that you cannot help the fetishes you have and the kinks that you are in, but somebody's existence or somebody's condition is not consent. So please be respectful of others and just, you know, respectful as I'll get out. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. I'm your host, John Undera. With me, as always, the very lovely, the very beautiful, uh, multi-limbed Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And a man that we, we're not sure of his limb status, but I think they're long and in charge, Mr. Shep. Limited. And good evening. Good evening. How's everybody doing? Hello. I'm doing so, well. It's Friday. <laughs> it is. It's Friday. Uh, of course, you know, audience at home listening, this is Sunday for y'all, but Sunday you know what? For that's, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we record at the end of the week so you can start your week off with some kink. Yes. Uh, this week is a real stumper. Oh so. my God. Really? Really? I feel like tonight, it's, I feel like tonight it's going to cost us an arm and a leg just to talk about this. I mean, I thought it would actually give us a leg up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, I did do a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode because we had had requests to cover this and I had been wanting to cover this, but I also have some amputee friends who have dealt with a lot of, uh, honestly, uh, trauma with people with this fetish. And, you know, and we're going to get into, like, the whys of the fetish and the what it is and how it is. But I did want to really talk about is, and this goes with anybody with a fetish, don't fetishize people. It's okay. We understand that fetishes, I have fetishes. I can't help them. I did not pick my fetishes. It wasn't like there was a little basket and they were going around and you're like, here, pick this fetish. What? So we know what? that you can What? There, you, can't, you, can't, you can't help but there wasn't those a basket? hoes walking down the street. No, oh, man, okay. <laughs> yeah, there was no there was no fetish basket. They did not say, hey, do you want this fetish? And I go, yeah, I'll take that one. Uh, with a little side of that quicksand one, because that's going to be great. But we do want to stress that just because this is your fetish and just because somebody has this condition where they are uh, missing a limb, they are, in fact, an amputee, a handicapable person, as they say, that is not consent. That does not constitute, you know, being your fetish. Well, no. I mean, it either like usually um, it it's come from some type of tragic accident or something that has required um, the removal of that limb. So no, it's not. It's not something that is just like, oh, hey, I wanted to do this. That it, it is a tragic thing that has happened to somebody, and you know, it. It's not something that can, should be taken. This is a fetish that shouldn't be taken lightly. I, I would say, or just like, yeah. uh, like it's it's something like this is something that is very personal to a lot of people. I agree a hundred percent, and and that's. 
and we're not knocking this because that, that what what we're saying is actually true for any fetish. I mean, foot fetish, hair fetish. Be respectful of people. Don't go around and try to take pictures of people's feet without their consent. Don't try to sniff hair. Don't you know? Uh, don't don't be creepy, audience. Doesn't matter what your kink is. This fetish I am is actually. Creepy. Okay, well, I mean, creepy is my kink, so I am, in fact, creepy. But don't be disrespectful. That's, I think that one's better. <laughs> what is creep? What if creepy is your kink? Anyway, that's another, creepy that's is another episode. Yeah, we are, that's we another are, like, right around Halloween. We are, we are, we are. <laughs> we should talk about that next week. Creepy, creepy kink. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and, and that being said, this is actually a pretty fun fetish. Like, the, the idea behind it uh the why of it and the multifacetedness of this because this is this this kink has so much involved including um inanimate objects uh genital replica um replication uh a little bit of body modification so we have like a really fun kink that has all the fun bits to it uh first ask a question do you, do you have y'all ever Known anybody with an amputee fetish? Um, I, I don't know if it's a fetish. I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I can't. Well, you know what? Here, here's what I can say. I have not known somebody who is openly about it. I don't. I don't feel like this is a fetish, or is that that somebody that somebody's often open about? So I, I would have to yeah. say that I, I can't. I can't 100% say yes because I, I I mean they may have been into it and I just don't know it. I mean I I can you know I can absolutely get that. What about you, Shep? No. No not known anyone openly about this one particularly. Uh I mean I may have it because I have often tried we have a cast member uh of the BSBN and I have often tried to steal his prosthetic <laughs> leg. At every we live event him. we've had, I, I try to rocket <laughs> raccoon him a lot. You do, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's always consent there. I tell him beforehand, I'm going to take your leg at you. some point. And he loves he you, love so he, he does consent most of the time. Believe <laughs> it or not, I actually have. Uh, I've had several friends. One passed away recently, uh, but I've had several friends who are, in fact, amputees. Uh, and a lot of them are actually pro this fetish. Um, the conditions that they lost their leg weren't, you know, it was an adjustment, but they're also very open-minded and sex positive people. So they took it upon themselves to see, I now have something, you know, I'm going to take this tragedy and turn it into a positive. So we don't want to say, sit here and say that anybody who has an amputee is not going to be into this. No, that's not the case at all. There well, it's a way plenty. to turn a negative into a positive. I mean, it's it's I I have never personally experienced this, but I can only imagine. So any of our audience member who or you know community who's thinking I'm speaking out of turn, but I I I can imagine it being very difficult to feel sexy when something like that, especially something tragic, it, you know, that happens to you like that, and turning that into something that is actually makes you feel good about yourself I, I think that that is you know that's a positive that's a net positive I mean it takes some time to mentally and emotionally get there but I think that that's 
that's a good way to turn the tide, you know, when trauma turns to something else. So I absolutely agree. And the ones I spoke to about this, um, and that's why I gave the warning up front, but they were very pro uh, me talking about the amputee fetish at all, because it did, it helped normalize a lot of the, uh, self-consciousness that they, 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 you know, had during the procedure, like during, not the procedure, but like adjusting, adjusting to it. Um, so let's get into the meat of this. Let's, let's get into the why and what people really dig about this. I had a pun uh, there, but I wasn't going to, I'm not going to say it. You're not going to say it? I was like, let's flush this out. Yeah, let's flush it out. Let's flush it out. I was going to say, he did give the disclaimer, so you're okay. He did. Okay. All right. All right. Then let's flush this one out. We are free. We we are freebie. We are back to our roots. Dinks with kinks, ready to um, have fun with it. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. So, most of the research I have seen is that it is uh, the just sight of a stump. And I don't mean a tree stump, but the limb missing, uh, the actual nub, or as I like to call it, nubbins, of the thing, <laughs> is a very uh, phallic symbol in the minds of people with this fetish. They equate <coughs> almost like a mock genitalia of the area. Hmm. Like they're like they're dual and, wielding, if they're if they're males. Well, <laughs> honestly, it was. Not so much dual wielding, but like the person who is into this fetish looks at that as a phallic symbol. So maybe, and it's not necessarily that they're female or they're uh, homosexual, because we've you know we've mm-hmm. talked discussed pegging before, where attraction to male genitalia or a phallic symbol of that nature doesn't necessarily denote homosexuality, but just honestly <laughs> to its core roots. Instead of pegging, maybe would that be more of a drilling? Oh. I think it's literally <laughs> called nubbing. Okay. Nubbing? That is the proper term. Now, uh, internet, come at me if I'm wrong, uh, but mm-hmm. the two people I talked to with this fetish uh, did, in fact, tell me it's nubbing. I could be wrong. They could just be lying to me uh, to hear me say stuff on the internet. But I actually like that term, so I'm gonna. If it's not the term for it, I think it should be. Ah, nubbin loving, nubbin loving. Nubbin loving. That's just a nubbin loving. It just that's all so much fun. I mean, I think nubbin loving. But honestly, yeah, they look at it as like an object for sexual gratification to give themselves sexual gratification off the limb. Uh, not to mention uh, people who genuinely have body mod kinks and fetishes this is the ultimate body mod you can now add and subtract to the human body without actually adding subtracting there's so much room for role play there is people who have uh, prosthetic fetishes which we're gonna we're gonna cover all of that with this but yeah the prosthetic fetishes with body mods i think are fascinating i'm not gonna lie cyber arm you get somebody with like a cybernetic arm. A cyber arm? Yeah, no, no, it's oh, cyber dong. Cyber dong? Do you get, no, we're you not get talking different about attachments? Play. You get different attachments? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. We have the I'm, technology. I'm, I'm into this. 
yeah, and they do. I have looked up. You can get a uh, for your arm or a leg. You can get phallic prosthetics. Uh, hmm. Not meant for your genitalia, including both a vagina and a penis. You could go both ways. Both ways. It's all inclusive. This does remind me all of the, um, the, the movie I saw many years ago, the <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a real oh, thing, people. Sh- you could be Captain Dick. <laughs> Mobius Dickus. Captain Dick, I love it. You can whip out your white veil. You can go after Mm. Peter the Pansexual. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) And the the Loose Boys. And the Loose Boys. The Loose Boys. (laughs) All right. That's a step too far. (laughs) How is that too far? Okay, fine. All right. Fair enough. Disclaimer did not cover that one, okay? Yeah, we 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 did not cover the Loose Boys. <laughs> um, but no, I mean this fetish. It does. It does really does denote uh, why and finding like the psychological causes for this fetish has been quite difficult. There is not a lot of research done, and I know it's not a uh, rare fetish. I have heard this fetish. Almost mm-hmm. anybody I've ever talked to has heard of this fetish, but as far as like looking up like psychological reports and like studies i have come up with a lot of bupkis i've been really getting in there mm-hmm. but um so you've been coming up short huh yeah. now i have found one case study and this has back to our body mod and cock and ball torture cbt oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, about self-mutilation. Uh, I'm just yeah. going to give you an idea of where that mutilation could have taken place, but they may have amputated their mm. own genitalia for sexual gratification. Oh. So they did now, like a eunuch thing. Yeah. Ex- yeah. For their own oh, self- okay. For their gratification. Got to get and listen, I am all for sexual gratification, but that sounds like something you could only do once. There was an I old feel, Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, I, I feel like that. That's like you've you've reached the end. You know, you've reached the end, and you're like, I've tried everything else. And now you're just gonna nip is, it in the bud. Yeah, like the like you. It, I feel like that would be on your fuck it list. You know, like, you're into this fetish, and, like, that would be on your fuck it list. Like, that would be the last thing on your fuck it list. I don't think so, because, like I said, we're only looking at this as the physical stimulation that you get from this. But, you know, like I said, there are many other levels of gratification that you can achieve. Uh, By self-mutilating your penis, you may have destroyed your reproductive cycle, you know, system. But you have not killed your sexuality um it just may Mm -hmm. affect you know it's a different process it's more of a mental stimulation at that point in time and imagine okay so i have this fetish i have the eunuch fetish the amputee fetish the cock and ball torture the genital mutilation fetish i remove my penis 
now my porn is just looking down my pants. Ooh, the mental you know, stimulation. Yeah, okay. You have just created your fetish, and the only thing you have to do every time your your pants graze you in a certain way, where you feel like it's not there, it, it you mm-hmm. know those you know phantom pains and whatnot. I can only imagine ah. just the cascade of sexual pleasure you get mentally and possibly physically, because if your testes are still intact. Yeah, you know, true. you may have a reaction. Yeah, the new Star Wars so, I mean, um, parody, the Phantom Boner. The Phantom Boner. Uh, now, I do want to say there's another uh, there's another um, uh, disclaimer coming that we do not encourage any type of self mutilation or self surgery whatsoever. There is a lot of concern in the medical world for this fetish for uh the ethnicity uh, not ethnicity ethicalness i don't know why i said ethnicity the ethicalness oh, wow that's a totally different that's different totally <laughs> Listen, i really i really split the branch there and lobbed it off yeah you did <laughs> uh, no the ethical ramifications of mutilation mm-hmm. and like i said we're we will stand our thing. Of course, we still have zero judgment on it, but we do not want you to do this based on the words of us because we are just idiots on the podcast. Literally, yeah. the podcast is called Dinks with Kinks. Don't do anything we say yeah. that's going to nope. permanently. <laughs> Plus, I mean, in those particular it. areas, there's usually some very large localized arteries and/or veins. So, if done ever so slightly wrong, bad, oh yeah, that's bad things death. can happen. Yeah, so we are not responsible for you lobbing off any part of your body, and do we do not encourage it. Um, there is actually a dating site for disabled mate, amputee mates. So I could imagine that that's both the safest bet and also the most trolling date. Yeah. Hmm. If you are into this fetish, but again, I always say there's an appropriate time and place for everything. So if that is your fetish and you're with somebody who is amputated, have tact, don't, you know, don't come at them for that. But yeah, there are actual dating sites where you can find amputees and you could probably, you know, search and find somebody who is very open to it. And of course, you know, we're talking about all the real stuff. There's also an absolute abundance of role playing. Uh, we used to work at a haunted house, and we would uh, cut, take a table, drill holes in it to make it. Like, so you can stick your arm in there, and then it looks like you just have a stump laying on the table. So if I place my arm in such a way, put my arm down the hole, I now have a stump. So there is ways to role play this without safely and uh, without, you know, actual surgery. And I like that because that means you can switch it up. And mm-hmm. if you if you're really gonna play that game, you can you can switch it up, change limbs, reattach limbs, have a lot of fun with it. And we encourage that. And with that table, John, admit it. How many times did they have to keep telling you, John, that is not your arm. Don't stick it in the well, hole. There may have been a mid-level hole, just just the right size. 
So I can lay it on. I can lay on on my stomach and still have a boner. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I can lay on my stomach and be turned on too, John. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. <laughs> I, um, I I don't know. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Uh, I I was thinking about this, and honestly, I I think that I can I can. See See, like how I mean, it can it can cause you know obviously self you know self deprecation and 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 self worth issues. But uh, and, and I think once you deal with that with the proper you know therapy and whatnot, I I feel like this fetish can be pretty sexy. Just think about just the sensation of it. Like I think as somebody who isn't an amputee, but the feeling of it on my body, like that. I mean, that's a different sensation. It's a whole different sensation on your body and on your skin. So I, I can see the appeal of it. Absolutely. Yeah, this is this is one of those kinks where we, you know, we, we stress not, you know, not to be disrespectful to people, but I, I have, I see no problem with this fetish outside of wanting to harm another human being. Uh, because like I said, having, there, there are so many different levels. There's, Wanting to uh, wanting to be with somebody, finding somebody with an amputation sexy, uh, wanting yourself to have an amputation, and you know wanting to be an amputee, and you find that sexy and that arouses you, or wanting to turn somebody into an amputee, and I think that's where we really start tapping that ethical line. Mm-hmm. And but that's why role play exists. I mean, there are many fetishes I have. I mean. I'm going to tell you now, I have a fetish for people drowning in quicksand. I am not a murderer, and I would never murder somebody, but the role play of mm-hmm. that, oh my god, super hot. Mm-hmm. So. It, it sort of ties in, like, the role play for this would, I, I equate it in my head with uh, Vor. Uh, like, because you're not necessarily being consumed, and so you're not, they're not necessarily amputated but at the same time you can role play that and it mm-hmm. and there you know and I, I think that that is a safe way to you know, explore that fetish and that part of yourself absolutely and that's what like when I was reading about this uh, like the different types and honestly finding the whys and how this starts has been a trick so if you do have this fetish this is one of the times where we tell you to reach out to us please 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 reach out to us and tell us where you think it developed because i haven't been able to find that information and i want to know i this fetish fascinates me and it fascinates me even more that i can't find a lot of the information like i could find the different types about mm-hmm. wanting to be with a partner who is amputated uh, it's it's just a paraphil- uh, paraphernalia, paraphernalia, Paraphil- uh, paraphilia. It is <laughs> a it is. I don't know why I'm not wording today. Right? I mean, I feel like I have had an amputation. I've had a lobotomy. You all, yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. I've had the wrong thing amputated. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, this this is not an odd fetish. I don't I don't think so at all. I actually fully relate to this one and think it's pretty neat i think and and i think we talked about this when we talked about the body body mod fetish where Mm -hmm. the tattoos the piercings this is just that to an extreme and that's fascinating like 
I honestly want to sit down. I've seen the other side of it, people with amputations who have been with people, but you know, they're just happy to be with somebody who enjoys them for who they are. They don't ask a lot of questions. I want to ask all the questions. Mm-hmm. I really want to get in there and I, I want to find somebody who has this fetish and just talk to them mm-hmm. and learn everything I can because I get it. I understand it, but I don't get it or fully understand it. If that makes any think- sense at all. Yes, I think that this is a fetish that one that isn't openly talked about because of the ethical standing of it. And a lot of people, this is one that is hard to not feel, I I, I can imagine, not feeling easy to speak about and not, and and very difficult um, to discuss and be open about because people are, are might kink shame you in 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 those ways so the, there's that fear of being you know kink shamed or you know whatnot so I, I honestly would love to know more if you have this fetish or this kink um because i this is one that i would like to know more about so i can I, like i i don't have any qualms with it and I don't think that it is wrong to have this fetish I just want to know more about it as well because I feel like you know we remove that stigma from it a little bit and which is what this podcast is about is removing the stigma you know and and so the only way to remove the stigma is to talk stigma is to talk about it and I I just want to know I just want to I just want to (laughs) know I do as well like I I want to know more about this I won't I want to dive in because, yeah, again, I don't believe any fetish or kink is wrong, especially if it doesn't hurt anybody. If you're not doing anything that's going to uh, make them uncomfortable or, you know, hurt yourself or anybody else, I am a thousand times for it. So I definitely want to talk more about this and with somebody. Mm-hmm. Please share Please. your adventures in nubbins. Yes, I want some. I want to hear about your nubbin loving. <laughs> and tell me nubbin if it's called nubbin loving. So tell me if it's called a nub job, because I need to know if I am just an idiot. Maybe who believes anything. But I love the lit nub job. Yes, nub job. Right in your face. <laughs> I am thoroughly all about that and i'm like i I want to know all the terminology and if it's not the terminology how could we make it as a community uh Mm -hmm. as amputee fetishes we we need to get together as a community and make this a thing because nub job deserves to be on a shirt nub and loving nub and loving needs to be on a shirt yes it does absolutely Absolutely agree (laughs) (laughs) so reach out to us at dinks with kinks on instagram Facebook and Twitter. You will I guarantee if you tag us or DM us, we will respond. We respond to everybody who uh everybody who's not spam. Uh if you say I've got great links for single people in your area, I'm not gonna click it. But if you say, Hey, I have mm-hmm. an amputee fetish, I would like to talk to you about it, you will hundred hundred percent of the time get a response from one of us. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. Yeah. That said, uh let's get these people Is out there. Time? Reach out to us. It's wheel time. Is it wheel time? Uh, let me, yeah, we're going we're gonna to spin the wheel. see what we're talking about next week. Next mm. week is like Halloween. This episode comes out like the day before Halloween. So let's hope the we get some spooky. Halloween. I know. Oh, our whole podcast is spooky. It's scary that we've lasted spooky. this long. <laughs> I mean, that is a little spooky. 
Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, we have gone from one different type of body type to another. Next week, mm. we're going to be large and in charge. We are going to do probably one of the most body positive kinks out there. BBW? Very exciting. BBW. Big, Yay. bold, and beautiful. Yay! <laughs> Big, beautiful women. I yes. absolutely love this one. I love uh, people with a little meat on them. I've been excited to talk about this one because this is this is a fetish that's truly one of those. doesn't matter. There's always somebody no. for everybody. This one, particularly specific to women only in this case. No, we'll talk about BBM. Okay. Big this beautiful one. men. Or just yeah. BB. We'll cover dad. BBP. BB. Big beautiful people. BBP. Big BBP. beautiful people. That's what we're calling BBP. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about dad bods. We're going to talk about mom bods. We are going to yeah. talk about the thick and gorgeous. It's going to be th- thick. Thick. <laughs> I've waited 104 episodes to be able to say that. And here we are. Thick and juicy. <laughs> mm, so. Yeah. Like a steak. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening to us. I have been your host, uh, John Dondero. And with me, as always, the very beautiful, uh, very large and in charge. She's tiny, but she's large and in charge, uh, <laughs> Miss Rebecca. Good night, everyone. And a man who would look great with no limbs at all, but has all of them, I think, Mr. Shep. Till next time. I just want to carry you in a backpack if you had no limbs. Ah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Good night. Do that with somebody? <laughs>